What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm J-Lag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and reviewing Siesta Key Season 3, Episode 8. And it's called, So You're the Ex-Wave. And don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending because we are going to go through our recap roundups, our best moments of the episode, our MVPs, our LVPs, our best lines. So be sure to stick around for that. And as always, to our continuing listeners and our brand new ones, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Let's get into this episode, y'all. Let's get into another episode whoa, of Sister Key. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to talk to you about it because I feel like there's so many things that like I, I just want to discuss. Yeah. It wasn't like the best episode, but I still think that like we're at a point where I can ask you a bunch of questions. Let's spill the tea on this ex-wife chick. Yeah. Let's spill the tea on Alyssa, Shalissa. Yeah, um, let's do it. So let's, yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, we're, we're going to dive like almost right into the uh, grand opening of that club. I forget what it's called. Cactus Club, whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> um, yeah. But, Cactus uh, Cafe or something like that? Cactus Cafe, something like that. So, uh, but before we get into that, yeah, I, I, I feel like the episode is starting to, like, the show is starting to feel a little bit. It has, bit, like, a template. It has, like, a format. Yeah. Like, it's always, like, the morning after. Everyone's yes. hungover. Everyone, and everyone asks the same question. They're like, yo, man, how are How'd you, you feel? doing? Yeah. How are you feeling? <laughs> Every, so, it's, like, the same sort of um, morning, like, ritual that they all have. And right. uh, really quickly, you know, we can talk about the Juliet thing. Just because I feel like she was living her best bun life and she had a pizza <laughs> in bed, you yeah. know, and she was like hungover as fuck. But also like I legit forgot what happened almost where I was like, because they're like, are you OK, Julia? Like, are you alive? Right. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, she fully like attacked um, Alex and Shalissa last week. And so right. they're kind of just going through that with her. And, you know, it's hard, right? Because she's like she made a really good point. I want to like talk to you about this. too. she goes, I don't know how to talk to someone who's a full out liar. Yeah. Like. And I mean, it is who hard, does? right? Because, who does? Like, who does? Because like you can't really logically talk to that person because they're so fucking made of bullshit, and yeah. everything he's saying, he's just like throwing it back to her, and he's laughing in her face. So she is right. Like it's like there is no way to maneuver that situation without looking crazy yourself. Yeah, it literally makes so, you feel crazy, and I feel yeah, I felt bad for her s- talking totally. about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so that happens like really quickly. Um, and then again, like, yeah, Alex and Alyssa are basically recap rewinding like <laughs> last week's episode <laughs> yeah, quickly. Exactly. And um, I don't know. I still am on the fence with Alyssa. Like, I still feel like because the way she was talking this week, she was like, I don't know how you dated her. Like, yeah. I don't even know what you're thinking. Like, why are right. you thinking? Like, you're not that much better than her. Yeah, so just, exactly. Like, be like, humble. Chill. Like, just Take chill. it down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, like, you're. What did you think of all of that? I mean, to your like there's obviously some shady shit happening but alex like well we can talk about it a little bit later but basically i feel like alex is a puppeteer in all of this he loves the drama in the situation he loves to watch two girls fighting over him so this is his dream come true um and i think these girls are feeding into that and while i do respect Alyssa being the new girlfriend or the person that he's hanging out with to step you know stand her ground against juliet i think this was like this was kind of like orchestrated a little bit by Chloe and a little bit by Alex as well, you know? Yeah. And I don't, and I also don't like the way Alyssa played this all because I think in the beginning, you know, Alex does preface it with saying, Hey, we did, we're on the phone together, me and Juliet. We did have a long conversation, but nothing happened. Like it wasn't emotional, but already from that point, she should have been like, but why are you even having like four hour conversations with your ex-girlfriend? Like, 
already exactly. does. That's like weird. But she doesn't question it in that moment. She's like, like I'm better. I'm gonna get pregnant soon anyway. Right. So whatever. Right. Then at the end, when he like fully brings it in front of her face, like on a plate, she's like, "Wait, what?" Like, yeah, oh, she yeah, kind of plays stupid up, up until the end. Yeah, yeah. And, and even I at that really point, she's that. not that cheesed either. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I think that it's like to your point. So, I, and what we've been experiencing with the show is like so much of it's fake drama that yeah. it's hard for me to stay engaged when you you know that they're not really fighting. Having said that, know? having said that, I do think that most of the shit that we see between Alex and Juliet is real. Like, I don't feel like that's fake. I think no. the other shit is fake. Yeah, I think that the way that you know they treat I mean? each other, like the the phone calls and whatever, whatever, I do think that it's more of the um how they how how it all comes up and how it's all played out you know like to your point Alyssa talking about it now versus talking to yeah. uh, him about it in private it's like it's all those things that producers yeah, are like yeah, wait yeah. wait until the party before you do this you know what i mean um but they're really pulling at like almost nothing at this point i feel in this in the show so they just keep we'll they're just going around and around and around yeah so so the um, another so storyline yeah go ahead so i really like the storyline because i find jared like the most interesting like man in the world and i think he's so <laughs> effing sexy like yeah. i kept texting jay like i'm like he's so hot like he's so freaking hot he's so and fine. right from the like right from the get-go like last season when jared came into siesta key i was like yeah you know i'm living for his storyline like i am down for this ptsd like army vet like storyline right. i want to know more about him i want to know more about like his struggles he just seemed so like real and actually like had layers to him and like i was like down to like explore him right and this episode kind of revolves mostly around him and the first scene that we see with him is him and his mom yeah and yeah. Shout, out, shout out to all the moms like one more time because these honestly moms, like serve the <laughs> put up realist some shit, man. yeah like i love how strong she was and he was like yo my ex is coming back and she's like that fucking crazy bitch that like we had right. to get rid of because like right she was basically toxic um and so they have this conversation and and from this moment i already hate the ex from this scene i'm all like oh shit like i'm gonna hate her she's uh -huh. probably crazy um she probably like looped like jared into her crazy ass life this right. is sort of what the judgments i'm making what yeah. were you thinking in this moment i mean at that point i'm always a little apprehensive because i always like to wait for the story that being said i mean it's the mom of your like it's like that's your son i don't think yeah. that you would paint someone in a bad picture unless they were hurting your son in an unfair sure. way and so i definitely was a little bit skeptical based on that alone. I was like, okay, is this going to be like a tragic mess? Was it, uh, you know, and I feel like we, I do kind of get an understanding of what the relationship was like, yeah. but um, yeah, definitely. And skeptical we'll talk about it more. We'll talk about it more later because yeah. like I do like my opinion of her definitely does shift completely like later on. Right. It was just like the way they like, like played this presenter. Like, oh, this bitch is crazy. Like yeah. she probably took advantage of my poor little baby Jared. Like he was so young. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that's kind of how I was going into it. But I did respect, like, definitely his mom is on his ass, you know? And right. she's, like, taking care of him. And, like, she's definitely, like, she seems like a strong woman. So yeah. I'm glad that these kids have, like, a good foundation. And they for have sure. a good support system. Like, I'm sure some of them. We don't know all of them. But it yeah. seems like that for the most part. Yeah. Um, and Jared's story is very unique from everybody else, right? Like the fact That's, that he yeah. he is the only army vet that came back and, you know, he did have a different lifestyle as everybody else. Like we're talking about like fucking Alex, who probably has never done one like 
arm like he's not like what is he doing you know what i mean Um, and it's and it's it's beyond the fact that he was an army vet i think it's just also like his story of like you know um doing something a job it could be any job yeah right but then the things that come out of that and like the depression and the anxiety and the trauma and like how do you do how do you cope with your life at such a young age still you don't have a job you're living with your parents like it's all these real really real not pretty life things that he's talking about um, and on the flip side, I think he's still a really cool guy, right? Like yeah. he has so much to offer still as a person. And so I find that really interesting when like we can see someone who like is trying to be strong. He is trying to pick up his life and like build a stronger foundation. Like that's so Agreed. interesting to watch, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So moving on. So yeah. So after that big l- uh, lunch or breakfast or whatever with his mom, um, there's a few other scenes where they're just catching up. Amanda and Chloe, obviously, and then there's like the Garrett and Brandon conversation. But we'll move right into the conversation that he has with his ex when she finally shows up. Her name's Jessica, and um, the first time you see them, they seem like they're just kind of like falling right back into each other's yeah. kind of scenarios. Like super every, like, like natural, super chill with each very other. Very chill, not like awkward at all. You can tell that they're very close with each other still. I kind of. I kind of liked her instantly when like she ordered red wine and I was like, <laughs> You're like oh, Damn. like a bitch is classy. Okay. That's my like, girl. Okay. Yeah. I also you know? love the fact just... that Jared always gets rosé. He's like, rosé, please. Yeah. <laughs> like, he guy. was so cute. First of all, he brought Such her flowers. Yeah. Number one, he sweet. got her fucking flowers. Like so cute. Yeah. Oh, he's just so adorable. Like he's, his heart is just like so pure. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's just such a like cute boy. Anyways. She first first um like observations. I think she's really pretty. Yeah. And like she seemed really cool. Like they seemed like they were on this like cool vibing level. Right. Having said that, you know, they were touching hands a little bit. They were like getting close. So you could definitely see that they still fuck. You know what I mean? Like I that wasn't a surprise <laughs> You're like, to me. They're like, fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Like because they there's still that like physical chemistry too, right? Right. But, right. She wasn't as crazy as I was expecting to see in that first moment. Right. Yeah, I agree. I think that she was pretty. She came off like a very good old friend, which I like. And um, mm-hmm. and it's kind of cool that they're maintaining that relationship. I love that they're breaking the bear, like the the stigma around like being friends with your ex and all yeah. that kind of stuff. You know? And I think the fact that and I'm sure they had their issues and they did. They do talk about that later on. They're like, it was really messed up for a long time. But I think it's important, and they both admit it. They were like, we were so young. Like, we had no idea what we were doing. Right. You know, like, she's like, I don't even want to be in a relationship right now. Like, she's like, I'm good by myself. So yeah. you can tell that they've definitely grown from from whatever happened how many years ago, whenever that right. was. Right. Um, And they've matured, you know, and they're trying For to, sure. like, whatever, be friends through it, whatever. It was really cool. I really, I really, really liked seeing them together and i didn't think i was gonna like it i was like oh here we go like another like extra person trying to get yeah. onto the reality show like yeah using him but that's not at all what i took from her no at the end of it yeah she did a good job um so cutting to the new bar uh chloe and alex are talking and they're just gonna they, they just talk about the fact they're gonna have a grand opening so that's the big thing of the episode um mm. Then it cuts to a dinner or kind of a drinks night with everybody. Um, by everybody, it's everyone, I think, except for Alex and Alyssa. So And Juliet. And, oh, right. And Juliet. So pretty yeah. much everybody shows up um, and Jared yeah. comes in. 
uh, with Jessica. And it was cute because at one point in time, the boys go to the bar and the girls stay at the so table. Cute. Yeah. And Jessica kind of gives a low, like the lowdown, the fact that they still hook up and it's all cute. And you get a little bit more information on like how they got divorced and when they got divorced. And it turns out that Jessica cheated on him when they when he was still deployed. And oh, then they, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. then they ended up getting a divorce while he was still deployed. So when it was bad. He, yeah, it was bad. It got really ugly. They said like we just it took it took a long time for uh, them to come to terms with just being friends again. And um, the one thing that people brought up to her that she was kind of shocked by was, um, you know, they said, oh, so you weren't around when he was going through his PTSD. And she was like, bitch, what? And I'm like, how did you not know? Yeah, like she was so shocked. And she's like, PTSD? She's like, what's PTSD? About like not having a job? I'm like, um, girl, look that up in a dictionary. But I... Yeah, I was a little gagged by that. And that was the only one piece that I will say was a little fishy about this experience and the relationship yeah. with each other. Because, like, to your point, yeah, she seems like a cool girl on surface. They check in with each other once a year for his birthday, whatever. Like, maybe they're not in, like, close, close contact with each other. But, and I'm and I'm sure when they broke up, like, they weren't even talking about his own personal issues of what happened yeah. uh, when he was overseas. But... Like, he obviously went through it, didn't talk about it, and she didn't know anything about this this whole time. And it's kind of... And and the fact that, you know, he obviously has created a new life in Siesaki and everybody is... Everybody knows about it. Um, I'm like, girl, are you are you pretending to be stupid about it? Because I'm like, did you watch Siesaki season two? Like, Having said that... She's literally and walking I, in not knowing anything. Yeah, having said that, and I totally agree with you, but later on when they do talk about it and Jared says, like, it's so hard to talk about because I'm yes. sure, like, they're already yes. going through their own shit. Like, they're going through a divorce. Like, they're going through all these other emotions. So for him to bring, like, a next level emotion to that, it's like, I get it. I get why he wouldn't want to talk about it with her. And, like, right. he does just didn't want to get into it with her. Having said that, as, like, a woman who, like, your man went to war and, like, came back, like, you would be like, are you okay though? Like, did you see some fucked up shit? But I right. guess like, but I guess like at that point they already weren't talking and like they were already getting a divorce. So like, it does make sense as to why I guess she wouldn't have known that whole part. Yeah. The one thing I will say is what I noticed too, in the way that they have the conversation. And I don't know if it's necessarily a hundred percent this, but she did bring it back around a lot on the fact that she was like, I would never want like I would never want to be the reason why you feel sad right or like right. feel that way and I'm like girl but it's not about you and I feel like of course yeah. there, there's a part of me that feels that like she was kind of so self-involved in that scenario that he probably wouldn't never felt comfortable even like bringing it forward and on top of that like yeah like we were saying men masculine men like they're not gonna be out here talking about their feelings we were even shocked when he brought it up last season in the first place so i think that you know there was a little bit of both sides of where she was probably like oh i can't deal with this and he's also like you can't deal with this and i don't want to talk to you about it so that's kind of what seems to have happened um but anyway uh, moving on to juliet and chloe going for lunch because they need to squash that shit and Juliet is so cute. This episode, she was so adorable. 
um she brings chloe's new sunglasses because <laughs> she smashed them and it yeah. was so it was funny because chloe shows up with like another pair of sunglasses and she's like oh yeah you like my sunglasses funny that you say that and then juliet's like bam here's your fucking sunglasses shut your yeah. fucking mouth so um she gets her sunglasses back whatever and juliet has to essentially use this opportunity to talk to chloe about the fact that she needs to clear her name she's like yo um just letting yeah, you know alex is like going around talking all this shit and i'm surprised it took chloe this long yeah. to question juliet about all of this like you had to wait this long to be like juliet like are you actually crazy like did, did he actually call you right and she does show her the f- missed call like she shows her like the call duration and all that kind of stuff um and I was kind of surprised that Juliet that like she even waited this long to tell that side of her story. Like I was like, tell right. this, say it like at the party, like before you like got violent. Like you should have been like, look at the phone calls. Like I have proof, you know. I think she was trying. That being said, the way this all plays out later, I don't think that she's fully innocent in it all. Right? Like it was a two sided conversation. Juliet. Juliet. I do feel like it wasn't a t- it was a two sided conversation. She was. She was feeding into it, but I think that there is some truth in the fact that, you know, she might have initiated it, but he kept it going. Who's really wrong in that scenario? She, I mean, they're both wrong, right? Right. But I think that the fact that she, she was also guilty in it made her feel probably that she couldn't be like, yo, this is what he's doing to me. You know, if it was a matter of him texting her and saying all these things and she wasn't saying anything back, then she probably would have literally walked around to every single party that he was at, every single opportunity. She would have been like, look, everyone, look at what a fucking asshole he is. But because she has a part to play in that conversation, maybe she didn't feel like she had enough ammo to warrant her behavior. And um, I think that's kind of what happened. So, so she, yeah, she brings forward like to the text and the calls and Chloe kind of like reviews it, uses her like spy detective powers and like finds out that like it's true. And she says, she's like, I'm going to have to talk to him at our next dramatic meeting. Yeah. Uh, the way this fucking producers are setting this shit up. So like, we'll talk about it there. Um, But yeah, now Chloe's, but Chloe's still kind of playing neutral. She's kind of not even neutral. I think she's still kind of a little bit more on Alex's side because she's obviously more closer, closer to him at this point. But she does say like, okay, I'll take this back and I'll like deal with it. Um, and then right before the party, before we finish it up, uh, they, Jared and Jessica are talking because they, uh, I guess, slept in the same room together but didn't have sex with each other like they tried to make it very specific that like he slept on the couch and i was like okay guys whatever you say um i always laugh at those scenes because i'm like you obviously have to let a film crew in to act as if you were getting out of bed so i'm always like okay i can already hear the like i know and action and he's like oh my head like whatever they have a quick conversation and uh, Jessica does mention the fact that um, the girls th- the night before were warning her about Kelsey and how Kelsey and him had a thing. And he basically just has to say, like, you know, it is what it is. Uh, you know, I'm going to have some history here, but it didn't work out the way that it was supposed to work out. Jessica's like, well, that was her loss because he's an idiot uh, or she's an idiot. Uh, but then they do have a quick moment where they talk about this PTSD thing because um jessica's like well we need to talk about this because we never had a chance and um 
I like I said, I don't know if it's just because she doesn't know about it. She doesn't know how to approach it. But she seemed very like, yes, this is a scenario that you're in right now. And that must be like a part of me wants to feel like she's like in it and wants to like support him. But I really don't think that she has the capability to do that. And this scene was very like she was like, "Okay, you have a feeling. And he's like, yeah. Yeah. But it was also like they had just woken up like. She was yeah. drunk. Like, it's not the time and place to, like, really have a deep, deep dive Fair into enough. that yeah. conversation. Um, yeah, it just, it felt like a very orchestrated scene already from the get-go. So True. I was like, man, whatever. Um, speaking of orchestrated scenes, let's talk about the grand opening of this fucking bar. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to, like, vignette this really quickly with, like, each scenario. The first one that we see is Amanda and Brandon walking in together. And JJ walks in afterward. And, like, Chloe and Alex, because they're the hosts, they're, like, seeing all this happen. And they're like, yo, did you see that happening? That's kind of weird. And JJ has, like, one line. And he's like, whatever, man. Like, if he wants to walk in with her, like, whatever. Um... And then while that's happening, Brandon and Madison are talking at the bar and he says a few things. One thing he does apologize to Madison for kind of being a douchebag. Um, and then but then he says something about JJ where he's like, yo, JJ's still kind of coming after Amanda and I don't really like that. Whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And on the flip side, JJ and Amanda are talking at the bar as well. And JJ's asking, what's going on um, with the both of us? I know that you're not anybody's side piece, so, like, neither am I. Like, we need to make a decision here. And that's kind of where that conversation starts. Um, What do you think of Brandon's... Oh, we'll talk about Brandon's attitude later, actually. (laughs) So, moving on to Alex and Chloe. So, they're still talking. um, And... Chloe confronts him and she says, so what happened with Julia? Like, can you please just give me the information? Uh, I heard that you talked to her for six hours one night. Like, what the hell? And he says, like, I was talking to her, but I wasn't giving like I wasn't like leading her on. I was just having a conversation. She felt sad and hurt. And I didn't I was just talking to her like a normal person would. Um, And Chloe says, you better like you better not start any shit and like talk to Alyssa before this gets to her separately. But I'm just like, but it's to to the point that we're talking about right now. I'm like, this all seems so set up. Like, bitch, this all could have been resolved in one conversation. Instead, it's like talk to Alyssa before yeah. I you know. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, girl, you're not kidding anybody. You're not like the fucking puppet master of the situation. So yeah. Alex and Alyssa start talking. He says, like, he's had the six-hour phone call. And then she's like, oh, my God. What happened? Like, why am I hearing about this now? Now. Uh, yeah. But she basically does say, like, lo- she doesn't seem, like, super cheesed about it. Because, really, it's not that big. Like, to me, it's not a, the big worst thing in the world. It's not like he cheated on her necessarily. But she's kind of cheesed about it. She's like, I'm not a dumbass. And this whole situation with you and Juliet better end now. Or, like, I'm going to be done, but then I'm going to, like, have your baby. So, like, we'll see yeah. how that works out. Like, there has to be a way to do it. She's um, like, if this continues, like, I won't be around. And I was like, right. girl, I do not believe you because you're about to get pregnant. <laughs> or you already are. Like, we don't even know. Um, yeah. So he apologizes. And she's like, we'll see when she shows up and see how you guys react with each see, other. 
this is the thing with Alex, and I noticed this this episode because she was like very much like telling him like what's about to happen, right? Like right. she's like, "You're not gonna call her. You're not gonna do these conversations. You're not gonna nah, 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 like uh, like whatever." And I was like, "Damn!" Like he's really listening. Like I could see yeah. his eyes like moving back and forth. He's, and like, I'm, like behaving. He's legit taking it all in. He's like, "Okay, this is what I need to do." That's how he learns. Like I think that's how you get through to Alex by just telling sure. him what he can and can't do. Whereas Juliet yeah. was more like, why did you do that? Like you hurt my feelings. Don't you. <laughs> so it's like a different way of like telling him yeah. what to do next time. Yeah, for sure. And I think he's more receptive to like a stronger boss ass bitch girl. Yeah, like Shalissa. Yeah. Um, Cause I then agree. he was like, don't worry. He's like, don't worry. I'm not gonna do it again. I won't do it again. I swear to God. I'm good. Yeah. And like, I was like, Oh my God. Like I, that's I literally, him. literally how he went about it. He's like, don't, yeah. uh, don't hurt me, please. Don't please. <laughs> yeah. I still want to have sex with you. Um, so <laughs> he apologizes. She'll, she's like, we'll, we'll see. Um, then it cuts to JJ and Brandon talking. I was like, this is the most this awkward. Was the fucking- dumbest, oh my God. Fake conversation I've ever seen on fucking TV. They were like, yo, bro. So bro, like, bro, bro did you come bro, with her, bro? Man, like, bro, yeah, bro, bro. Like she's bro. mine, bro. And bro. then like, randomly like you hear um amanda's voice but she's not even in the conversation yeah. she's like i'm nobody's girl i'm my own yeah. girl and i'm like but where is she like she's, she's like not i'm even... an independent woman like they took her audio from like another scene like they yeah. inserted it there because i'm like she's not even around them to even like hear like you can see her like in the background but i'm like yeah I wish you can hear what they're saying and then the best part is like jj's like yeah bro like she's obviously mine like i'm gonna like hit that like she's mine bro yeah and brandon's like bro like she's playing us too bro and he's like no bro like i'm gonna i'm like this is the (laughs) dumbest fucking conversation literally that's like that's that's literally what it was and then amanda comes in because she's like hey what's going on over here like i'm nobody's like property and brandon's like you're playing the both of us like you're playing us she's like i'm not playing you guys yeah i am just being me (laughs) and like and Brandon's like, you know what? You guys deserve each other. I'm right. out. Goodbye. But and like, can I don't you know really if quickly you talk? Noticed. Yeah, go ahead. I don't know if you quickly notice, but like, when he leaves, she's like, it cuts to her, and she's saying bye, but she's not saying bye to him. Like they, I think they like inserted another oh, moment where like, like a different she's saying edit. bye to someone else because oh Brandon's not even in the shot. He's like gone. He's like He's been gone. gone. That's so jokes. The editors, honestly, like, big ups oh to them God. for trying to create drama out of literally nothing. Yeah, out of nothing. Like, because, nothing. like, and it's true. Like, Brandon cannot be this fucking annoying as a person. Like, I can see him being annoying because I feel like I know people like this. But, like, the things that he was saying, like, if he could play this back to himself, I hope that he's shaking his head being like, wow, I'm such a loser like he's creating this story of like a man stealing a woman and like this narrative is like so cliche and the fact that he's buying into it and amanda's literally like being like no that's not even where the fuck we're talking about like none of what you're saying makes any sense because none of this is like true she like it's what she was saying she was basically like i don't i never said any of these things to you i never told you that you own me or we're dating or we're exclusive or whatever so you better back the fuck off and brandon's out here like beating his chest and also like to a degree i almost sided with jj being like yeah he didn't like he's gonna pursue her but like brandon's out here being like but what are you guys doing and what is she doing i'm like i think that was just worry about yourself again like 
I think it was a fake scene. Like, I think it was, like, set up. I really yeah. think he was, like, over it at this point. Like, he can't be that shocked. He came in with her again. Like, if you were really cheese at her, like, you wouldn't come in with her to the party. Yeah. You know, I just think it's, like, a fake, fake moment. And so I, I didn't really take it that seriously because I'm, like, I feel like this is just acting. I feel like it's just fake. So. Agreed. Yeah. He walks away and I'm, like, good. Like, this storyline is over with. JJ, you can have your girl. Like, whatever. Right. Let's move on to, like more real storylines yeah like jj if, i mean um jared <laughs> jared yeah but before we get to jared um there is a moment where alex Alyssa, and chloe are just like talking they're like ha 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 whatever and juliet rolls in and she kind of just like walks by drops off like a bag and then like leaves she doesn't even say much she just like she's like hi Alyssa, this is for you and then she walks away she doesn't really like elaborate on the conversation and so she leaves and as she's leaving they open up the bag and it's a new bikini top because she uh, had done ripped her fucking bikini last episode so she does it and i also hate this fact that like they're like ha, like look at her she's like trying to bring another bikini like what a loser like i didn't like the fact that they use it as an opportunity to like shit on her again what did you think um i don't know it was just by this point, I'm, like, over the storyline. Like, I feel like it's yeah. just we're going in circles. Like, I don't know. It just felt so redundant, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Um. So, anyway, they're making fun of her. Uh, then it shows Juliet and Madison talking at the bar. I always forget, like, that these guys are friends because, like, they never fucking have any scenes together. But uh, it's really cute. Juliet's like, I'm trying to be a better person now. I'm trying to, you know, apologize for my yeah. actions. Uh, which I thought was very mature. This was of her. like the most real I think yeah. I've seen Julia. Like just, just her, her, um, like I don't attitude. know her energy, like her attitude, yeah. the way she was talking, because her, her, her posse wasn't around her for once. It right. was just her. Right. So you get this really different side of her, and she's talking to Madison, and they have a cute little moment there because you're right, like they are friends, but we never really see them alone talking to each other. Yeah. Like on a normal, like not fighting with each other, um, and then even like. Towards the end, like JJ, uh, Jared comes in and Juliet's like, hey, man, like it was just cool to see them all talk because it felt it felt like I was watching a real scene of them together at a club without anyone fighting, without there being like a motive to the scene. It was just awkwardly cute because it was like people that don't really know each other that well, but they're so like forced to be together because they're on the show together, you know, like it had a really cute, cute vibe to it. Yeah, they're like, "What's going on with your storyline?" She's like, "Nothing." Yeah. How's yours? You know? Yeah, Basically and like the minute Jared, in. the minute Jared walks in, like Madison dips. Did you yeah. notice that? She's like, <laughs> "Yeah, okay, she's like, bye." bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So in that moment, he comes in with Jessica, and they all say hi. And somehow, Kelsey's kind of in the corner at the end of the bar, but she's noticing at least the cameras. That's the way that they played it out. But yeah. the cameras yeah. are like focusing on her, and she rolls in and she says hi. Um, and Kelsey and Jared have this like awkward pause moment where Kelsey's not even saying anything to make the situation better. Jared's kind of cheese still. So it's just an awkward moment. And Jessica's literally like, should I go? Like, this is so tense and awkward. And they're like, no, 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 you're good. So then after that happens, this whole conversation goes in where Kelsey's like, oh, so you're the ex. That's cool. So 
you must be like you must get emotional whenever you guys like separate whenever you like when you leave like after the end of this weekend you're probably going to be so sad and jessica's like no like we're pretty good like we we care about each other or whatever and this uses kelsey like this is when kelsey goes oh okay but then does that mean that you guys were like your relationship was even real and jessica's like Okay, bitch. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? So she, like, kind of, like, turns her head a bit and is like, okay, interesting. And Kelsey just ends up just, like, sitting there all smirky and whatever. Um, Why was she – why do you think she was being such, like, such a fucking bitch? Again, (laughs) I think – She's trying to, like, instigate a fucking something out of nothing. Right. Because um, it was going good at first. Like, like Kelsey seemed like she was cool with the girl and they were right. chatting or whatever. But then it took that weird, awkward turn. It's like, she didn't know what to say to that. Kelsey, yeah. And she's like, oh, so it's not even real? Like, who the fuck right. says that? Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, and all of that. your boyfriend because com- he's not even bringing your drink around. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I just thought that whole in- interaction was very awkward and... It just goes to show that Kelsey, like, doesn't have the capacity to, you know, actually have a full-fledged, uh, you know, heart-to-heart with someone. Like, I can, like, I just, watching her in this scene was like, damn, you really just don't know how to interact properly. And as soon as you feel threatened, you're about to, like, shade everybody for no fucking reason. Like, girl, like, chill the fuck out. There's no reason for you to be that, like, cop that much attitude to a girl that you know nothing about. Like... I just kind of was frustrated with how she approached like there's two ways to go about things in life. It's one, you be standoffish and bitchy until someone proves you otherwise. Or the opposite is go in with like a bit of a better attitude, be optimistic, introduce yourself, be nice about it, be like nice and happy. And like she took the first route and I was like, you're better than this, Kelsey. Like, come on. You don't need to like totally bitch out like that i i honestly she was so extra to me i was like you're so useless your man's not even like making the cut for the episode yeah um but we do they do cut after to um jared and jessica having a moment yes. like in the parking lot and i love this moment and it was so freaking cute and jessica's like are you okay like is everything good like if i leave like should i be worried about you still and they are they just have a really cute relationship where yeah. it surprises me that they even had a falling out like that that shit e- even got bad. Right. Um, I think Jared is such a freaking cool guy. I think he's so like I'm sure he does get angry and I'm sure he gets irritated, but I feel like he brings humor um, into everything that he does. And like you can just see it, you know, and she's being so sweet to him, obviously, too. She's like, what's going on with this PTSD? It was just a really cool scene to see in the midst of all this fake bullshit that we've been watching for 42 minutes, like to see them as friends, um, to have this conversation, to be open about their feelings, to be open about like their depre- his depression, like, you know, like how he's like, no, I just don't feel good half the time and like right. whatever. But she's like, but why? And he's like, well, I got fired and like, I'm living with my parents still. Like I'm not making money. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just got so fucking real. Yeah. You know, and the contrast to that, it was like, it was so daunting to me. And I, I love this moment. And I love this scene. And then like, I'm like, I wish she like stayed forever. Like, I didn't want her to leave after that. I was like, they're yeah. so cute together, even really just sweet. as friends. You know what I mean? Like, even not like 
not necessarily like as a couple, just having them as friends discussing their issues. You know? Right, right. But I think that's the thing. I feel like they didn't even have that with each other until this like yeah, this episode. It's you true. know, like till this moment. Be. And like, you know, when people drink, it's obviously like pushing down the emotion, like you're numbing yourself so you never talk about it. And it seems like that was a lot of their relationship where they were probably young and stupid and never really had to face their own demons personally and then when you add someone else to that like oh let's go drink together like you're you guys are constantly gonna never deal with your shit yeah and having said that i think that i love them as like two people but i don't see them together like romantically same because i feel like they're the same person and he even says that to the guys earlier he's like we're literally the same person yeah but i'm just like funnier lol but like yeah, yeah you yeah. can see that like they literally are the same person she's just a girl and he's a guy right but that doesn't mean that you're gonna make a good partnership like in life so exactly exactly yeah just very um, interesting topics to discuss in a reality show that is usually fake. all fake bullshit so. <laughs> exactly Um, let's get to the last scene the last scene last scene is Juliet and Alyssa having their conversation so she approaches her at the bar and Juliet again like mans up and she's like I'm so sorry for what happened I really like I apologize for my actions I didn't really want it to get to that point um and she does and Alyssa says like it's wow that's like really big of you to get to that point but she's still like very skeptical and she's still like giving her like shady eyes or whatever and Juliet's like, I, I don't want to become, but be- don't want to come between both of you. And um, Alyssa's just like, oh, you don't want to come in between both of us. Like she just kind of like eggs her on in a way almost. And I get that she needs to be on the defensive for like obvious reasons. Cause like, that's the ex that you're talking to. But at the same time, like Juliet's literally coming to you with, you know, she's trying to be a different person. Um, and I really do believe her this time around. So, like, I get that, like, maybe Juliet doesn't have the best track record and Alyssa has the reasons to be skeptical. But, like, you don't have to constantly be like, okay, bitch. Okay, bitch. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't have to give her that kind of attitude. That's that's because she's scared. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. no matter what Chloe says, oh, you're the best girl that Alex has ever dated. Oh, right. you're, like, the coolest chick. Like, oh, my yeah. God, you're so mature. No matter what anyone else says, at the end of the day, I feel like Shalissa knows that yeah. Alex has a weak spot for Juliet. And like For sure. Juliet's a beautiful girl. Let's all face it. Like Alyssa, like, yes, you're pretty, but like Juliet is just Juliet. in a yeah, different, it's different a different thing. And I think Alex sees her in that different realm. And I'm sure when when we're there in person and you see, I'm sure Alex looks at her differently too. Like you can tell when a guy is like infatuated with someone. Like he just looks at her differently, you know? Yeah. And so I feel like that's what Juliet is. And it's it's human nature. You're always going to be threatened by that. And I just think um, Alyssa's next move was to get pregnant. And she did it. And she did a good she job. Did she, it. Yep. she won the good chess job. game. Like, there is no more chess game. Like, the chess game yeah. is done now. So she won in the end. So, yeah. That's true. Um, she does kind of finish off the conversation by saying, you know, Juliet says, like, it wasn't one-sided, though, just to let you know, like, that wasn't the situation. And that's when Alyssa kind of pops off again. And she's like, you really want to finish this conversation by defending yourself again? And then that's when she gets annoyed again. And I'm like, I felt bad because I was like, I get what Juliet was trying to do to be like, yo, just letting you know, though, like, this wasn't just on me. Because she's trying to get some of the heat off of herself. Like, it sucks to be the person that has to always come forward and be like, it was my fault. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, especially when it wasn't 100% her fault. 
Um, and I think that Alyssa just like went back on the defense and I'm like, girl, you need to chill the fuck out. And the thing that I hated the most about this was Alex sitting there, like yeah, just watching this all go down and like, of course. no one's calling this motherfucker up. Alyssa's not turning around being like, get the fuck out of my face. Like literally anything would have helped the situation if Alex but wasn't this just is why This is why this guy has gotten away with all the shit that he's gone through yeah, in his life. It's true. Because no one it's fucking true. calls him out. And that's yeah. what it is. One hundo. All right, well, that's the episode. Let's get into our recap roundups. Recap roundups. Best, best moment. moment. Um, my best moment, I think I'm going to give it to, like, Jared Storline yeah. uh, in, in the episode, like, with his mom, with Jessica. I just think that he proves to me, and maybe it's just me. I don't know, like, if you guys all were down for his storyline, but he proves to me that you don't have to make up fake bullshit and fake, like, fighting over a boy to have a really intriguing storyline and to like open yourself up to the world and be like look i'm this age and i'm still going through all this shit yes i could yeah. be 25 and i'm already divorced but now what you know and like these are all like real things that like people our age are going through and i want to keep watching his storyline like from the get-go we were always about him and like down for his storyline and so yeah to me you know the best moment was just seeing him hit that part for of his sure. life be exposed yeah, my best moments in line with that. It's more specifically that moment that she he, that he has with Jessica at the very end, where they're both yeah. like crying, crying and stuff. I was like, wow, this is like deep. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. WTF moment. What was your WTF moment? Um, WTF moment. I think just kind of just hearing Jessica say that she had no idea about his PTSD. That kind of caught me off guard at first. Yeah, yeah. And when I thought about it, I was like, yeah, I guess it makes sense because they weren't talking at that time, and like I guess it wouldn't come up or whatever. But right, just. The way she acted too, she's like, "What is that?" I was like, "What do you mean? Yeah, what is I was that?" Like, Girl, like, come on, been to war. Like, <laughs> look that shit up. Yeah, um, I, yeah, that's a good point. Um, my WTF moment's gonna go to Alyssa and Juliet fighting over Alex, who's literally standing there like a douchebag yeah. the entire time, and I'm just like, "This is such a tragic moment," and I'm just like, "Why the fuck are we doing this still, guys? Like, can we just move on?" Um, yeah, that's mine. MVP. What's your MVP? MVP is going to go to Jared. I think that he a, is a gentleman. I think he's like so cute and so funny. Like even in the most awkward moment with Kelsey, he's like trying to make a joke and like yeah. trying to be like, so like, you know, like I just think his heart, you can see his heart. Like he has a pure heart. He's a good guy. For sure. I freaking, he's so cute. He's a cutie. Yeah. Um, my MVP is going to go to Juliet for bringing that bikini to a party. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, and then walking around and literally apologizing. Yeah, to she's everybody. like, you get a gift. You get a gift. You get <laughs> yeah. an apology. You get an apology. <laughs> you get some sunglasses. Like, she was just like living her best life. And I'm really, really hopeful for her. Like, she's made a full 180 for me. And I'm very, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing her on a good path. And hopefully it sticks this time. Hopefully. We'll see. LVP. Who's your LVP? Um, LVP, I'm going to give it to Shalissa. Alyssa, I just think that right. um, I was just expecting a little bit more from her and the way she played this. Um, so I, yeah. I just, yeah, she kind of, the fear in her, I could I could see the fear in her. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she was kind of acting insecure and acting a little like, oh, fuck. Like, um, am I going to lose this guy again now to this girl? You know? Right. So uh, I just thought she was stronger than that. But whatever. It happens. Yeah, that's true. Um, 
I have a couple. I don't know which one to choose. I think I'm going to go with Kelsey uh, for just being kind of a loser in that scenario. I don't, and that's the thing. I, a part of me is like, I don't know if it was just the editing, but she just like looked over it. And I'm like, you don't even know how to be a human being. And I just kind of, I'm, I'm disappointed in how she behaved. In I that. feel like you're right. A hundred percent. I agree with you. And I also feel like I have this resentment to her. Cause I'm like, you didn't choose Jared. Like, yeah, you know, you like I almost insulted. I'm like, you didn't choose Jared. Like he True. was so effing cute. Like, yeah. not that like, I want him to be with her. Cause like, I feel like he deserves so much more, so way much more, better. Yeah, you know, better. someone who has like depth. Cause she, I don't think she really does. I think she's a good person. I just think like, She's looking for the wrong things. Um, a part of me is also like, what do these guys, what do these girls want? Jared literally like on the surface of things is uh, the full package. Like between- I think they want excitement. I think they want a little bit of danger. You know, like he, he the guy that she's seeing is from LA. He's like cooler. He's like richer. He's yeah. got more connections. Like Jared's like your little home guy, like hometown boy right. like Garrett, you know? So I get why she wants to see beyond that. And like, she thinks she's still going to be a fucking model up in here. So like, she's just trying <laughs> right. to get her sights on that life. You know? Yeah, that's fair. I just, yeah, just going really quickly back to Jared. The fact that, you know, he even talks about the fact that he's like, I feel like I'm damaged goods. Like I've been divorced. I've been in like, I have PTSD. Like he, he does sound like he has a lot of low self-esteem personally, yeah. but like, yeah, yeah. And maybe that is his real shit, like real, like in person. Maybe he's just kind of like one of those Debbie Downers who like drink all the time to get rid of all of his problems. But I don't know. I just feel like, like what a soul. Wouldn't you want to like just like hold that man and just like uh -huh. tell him everything's oh, yeah. okay? <laughs> like I'm down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the best line. What was your best line? Best line is gonna go to Amanda when she wasn't even in the conversation, but somehow her, her voiceover was like added into the conversation. <laughs> yeah. When like JJ's like, "That's my girl, bro," and she's like, "My girl?" She's like, "I'm no one's girl." <laughs> like, like, girl, where, where are, are you? you? Where are you talking from right now? <laughs> like the cameras like cut her off because she's so short. She's like not even in the <laughs> in, in, in the shot anymore. Yeah. It's funny because mine is also from that moment, but it's when she says, I don't belong to either of you. You guys are acting like you're fighting over something I'm that I'm giving and I'm giving something. And I'm like, mm, yeah, yeah, you are though, true. your vagina. Yeah. <laughs> but she does. She honestly does make a really good yeah, point. Yeah, she does and make I just, a good point. I do yeah. love the fact that she like stood up and it was like, you guys are out here but acting like, as if like I here's even said thing. anything. If you're going to play, and I'm not saying that she was playing two guys, but she was, she was like, playing the field like she yes, had options yes 100 you have to also come into it being like these guys might get cheese at each other and like fight like you have to come into it with that mentality because yeah. they might they're gonna yeah they're fucking loser guys like what do you like guys literally like fight about like girls and their dicks so like you need to already come into <laughs> so it with true. that mentality that like if yeah. they do cross paths they're gonna fight with each other so yeah. it's just yeah. part of the part of the play like the role of playing the field you know yeah agreed that is the episode, guys. I'll take this time to thank our pa patrons of the episode. Our Rewinder Squad, White, Nicole, Faith, our Lit Rewinders, Tina Ann, Sarge, Serena, Slay, Kate, and Jessica, and our Mommy Rewinders, Becca, Sarah, Tamala, and Grace. Thanks, guys. And if you would like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. If we join, you get access to all things recap, rewind exclusive contests, content, and updates. And also make sure you guys are checking us out on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. You can also find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes. Like, subscribe, follow, review, and comment to stay engaged with us at Recap Rewind. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.